This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science and life to holistically thrive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Austin June. Welcome everyone to the Inspiration Science Podcast. I'm so excited to welcome my today's guest in the show. Her name is Yeva Bukowska and she is the CEO of the Private Members Club, the creator of community in Barcelona in Spain. And she's also a multi-idea generator full of inspirations and dreams, as well as a dot connector for herself and for so many people around the world. I'm so excited to welcome her on my show because I just, you know got to know about her story running a female you know cannabis business as well as her personal story she's an amazing mom and entrepreneur very international and I feel like she has a lot to give and today we're going to talk a little bit about you know the individual past because there is no such thing as the magic pill that I feel a lot of entrepreneurs are always looking for and today we want to shed a little bit lights on how to look like and how she created that success in her life so thank you so much for coming Eva. Um, yes, how are you doing today? Hi there. Very good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. And I think your introduction is more than enough. I don't have to speak anymore. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, you you uh, described me very precise and um, very, very descriptive. So thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming. And, you know, to start off the whole conversation, what do you feel is your greatest gift to yourself and to the world? Um, I do not believe that this is very straightforward answer, so I will elevate. Um, the greatest gift of all is life itself. So I'm very fortunate to be alive and to have opportunity to give and to take. Life is not about the giving, only about the giving, and it's life is not about the taking. So it's the two-way street. To answer your question mo most accurate, I do believe that... Um, the greatest gift is um, ability to connect, mm -hmm. um, ability to exchange, and ability to learn. Because uh, from the path of the learning, I really do believe that um, it goes further and it opens us a lot of um, choices. Life is about the choices. Um, life is not a black and white. Life is uh, have many, many rainbows in the, in the, in the color scheme. And uh, I think the gift of having it all itself is very precious. And I'm doing this every day. Um, do not take me wrong. I'm, I grow to this. This is never, um, if you asked me this question 20 years ago, um, you would have a very different answer. So that shows the progress in me as the person. And um, take it all the into consideration what I said about today's answer, I believe has been an evolution in my life. So uh, greatest gift of all, it's um, life capabilities and ability to accept or the decline. It's a choice. 
Wow, I love that. That's so powerful. And it's very true. I think the life itself is such a big gift. Sometimes we forget that when we're going through really hard situations in life as well. Indeed. Um, Indeed. But yeah, gratitude is so important. Um, you know, another thing in terms of your business, I know like you have the green boutique back in 2019 when you started all of that. And now it's been big success. But what inspired you to get into a cannabis business? Because I think it's something very unique. So yeah, what sparked you to do this? Sure. Um, cannabis business um, as a general in terms of the <clears throat> European market has a very different uh, regulation uh, within the law frame. So mm -hmm. going back um, to the very beginning um, at the time, um, the Spain, the Catalonia, to be precise, because the Green Boutique is located in Barcelona and it's a Catalonian region, mm -hmm. uh, had a very opportunist and very suitable, let's say, uh, grounds to proceed in such a business. Uh, going back to the product itself, the substance itself, um, it's not the alcohol, it's not the tobacco, it's not the fashion, it's a cannabis, it's a plant. Um, we do, it's myself and my husband, uh, we do have a, a history of the recreational use and the recreational research of this product and uh, uh, spending a little bit time on the Holland that they do have uh, a very different uh, law frame, different business model, etc. I cannot even compare those two. But um, spending the time in there and living uh, in such an environment gave us a very clear idea um, to proceed. And I believe the Spain and Catalonia uh, particularly was the perfect spot to accelerate. And that's exactly what we did. Wow, that's so powerful. And you know, one thing I also found very unique about the way you go about it is that you can connect music, arts, entertainment in one. And I know you mentioned like after studying it for years that you felt there was a gap in the market that is not really, ex you know, like uh, extending on the parts, but you kind of find the angle to connect all the different ways from the art, music and things. Could you elaborate a little bit more on how it looks like so people can kind of imagine a bit more, you know, what you guys do sure um the concept um came from the very simple thing from our ways of living the life mm -hmm. and what we do and what we portrayed and um the path we chose it's a lifestyle and this is exactly how we incorporated our business with the respecting of all the legal frames um, is not as a transparent in terms of the regulations like a black on white regulated. So that gives us ability to move and to create a, or move forwards with this industry. And uh, talking about the lifestyle and the connections between the uh, fashion, between the music and between the arts, um, this is who we are. Our business reflects our personalities and the way we live our lives. And we found the way how to incorporate in the, as much as the business words, because as I mentioned, the, the, the substance and the regulation itself as a product for mm -hmm. the commercial market is very differentiated than any other product. Mm -hmm. I think it's most precious commodity from many, many aspects in the world. That's my opinion. 
And the um, lifestyle, it makes it all sense. It makes it, it connects it all together because we really do believe that this is a lifestyle. There is no force. There is no such a, um, like you mentioned before, I like the saying, um, there's no magic pill with mm-hmm. us, with our industry. There is no such a thing. Um, we, as the human beings, we make a clear choices. And in the business environment, obviously, we have to be very, very aware and awake um, to treat that as the business, to, to, to go forwards, uh, certain the goals to achieve that. So our business, um, the way how it operates in terms of the, I'm not going to go too much in the licensing or some like a basic route things in that cannabis generally in our position. But for the from the lifestyle aspect to connect the fashion, music, and the arts, this is our three passions, and this is how we live our lives, and this is what we created for our audience um, to to experience. Mm-hmm. So the green booty concept, it's not only the product oriented, orientated, excuse me, it's um, it's experience. So all those elements they just work together, and we are very gladly to to grow and to uh, to continue the vision what we came here for. Because um, from the nutshell, if you're looking at um, uh, just the basics, mm-hmm. we're not here to make a quick money. Because if that would be the case, um, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing today. I love that. I love it that you mentioned it's about the experience, the lifestyle and the things that ties in for people. And, you know, in when it comes to the cannabis business, I think there are maybe some of the misconceptions people have because some people associated with other things, they only, you know, um, they don't Correct. think about the healing and how that can help Correct. it. You know, what do you feel are the most common misconceptions around this topic um, when it comes to this cannabis business that people have? It's a it's a stigma of um, being a illegal substance, mm-hmm. the mis misuse, abuse, and I'm not gonna deny the fact that this is the um, something came from unknown. Yes, um, there has been a lot of uh, unregulated things that the people uh, had to go around and make their way through this. But in the general, the stigma, it's lifted. And one of my, as a female, as a human being, and as a business person, uh, goal is to change that one step at a time through my actions. Because the words, it doesn't reflect in the final results. It's only the actions. So the being female in the cannabis industry, going towards the goal, and um, I'm talking about the legal frame, the government regulation, the use, the the crowds, the trends, the the, the 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 whole the whole pot. I think it's one of the one of the biggest challenges in this, and it's progressed on large. And I'm very very comfortable with where I am, what I'm doing, and how I'm gonna reach my goals. 
Amazing. I love that. And I think it's it's true, you know, too much of anything is always a poison, but when we know how to use it and regulate it, it can be always treated as the good and as healing as well. And, you know, exactly. I think around this topic, it's very important to have the proper education, I think in general about any topic in life. And these say it lacks a lot. So what is your opinion on the education system around cannabis or in general that you feel like could be improved? Education is the key. Like you mentioned, mm -hmm. education in any uh, subject or any area of life, uh, without knowing, there is a uh, mistreated con assumptions. And this is not the way forward to any business. So within the legal frame and the legal um, light that what we can provide, what is allowed mm -hmm. within, I think the education is one of the key points in our activity through the events where we host, where we invite, where we uh, get together with uh, industry professionals in different areas mm -hmm. or the service providers within. And we provide that information to the public to create the awareness. Mm -hmm. And I believe the awareness, the correct uh, information, because there's so much going on um not what is the what is correct and what is not correct information this is very debatable but what i'm trying to say that it's very important to have a key points the facts without personal opinions because i think personal opinions on any subject um the cannabis is more sensitive one i believe um it's not valid and I spent a lot of time to figuring this out and I paid a lot of attention to certain opinions or to the, let's say, uh, trendsetters or to commercial people who has the, you know, the, I don't know, the machine effect that they make the result very quickly without any uh, consequences taken. I took a little bit different approach and um, with my research and with my opinion, um, I find a way to module that how this education will be transferred to my public. And that's one of the parts of my jobs that I am involved with. Yes. Wow, I love that. And I love that you have you know how you adapt that these things because I feel like with the lack of education, there's also a lack of awareness and then the um, then how people use it properly. And I Correct. think there's also another thing that people always look for the magic pill. You know, they think there is like this one success formula and they all look for that to be a millionaire, to be whatnot. And, <clears throat> you know, I'm curious to know, when did you realize for yourself that there was no magic pill? The day I born. I love that. That is very fast because I think so many people go <laughs> things first. And, you know, like in terms of the purpose, it's so important to embody that as well. Was purpose for you something that keeps changing throughout your life, you know, from your 20s, 30s and so on? Yeah. Or, or was or is something more permanent for you? How, you know, how did your life purpose evolve? I grow definitely like we all do. We elevate, we, elevate. we are uh, making um, through the bad choices, we find our way. Uh, and that's my magic pill. I never learned to the, that extent from the good experience because good experience gives you comfort and gives you the ability to feel 
Ah, okay. And bad experience and all the um, disappointments and um, physical or mental pains, uh, we won't go to that way. But that's the key and core curve and the key point in my life that I learned and made the best of it. And once you have that, nobody can take it away from you. So um, they, we, we grow, we grow. I really don't believe that there is a person on the earth that born and it stayed the same until the age of the time. Because if that happens, it, it indicates a lot of bad things in my mind. Mm. So evolution and the learning through experience Unfortunately, it's always bad experience. Um, it gives me the position of what I am in life. Through good experiences, I count that as a blessing and I enjoy it. Um, I try to share it. I, I try to take it and I try to give it. Um, so this is the good and bad uh, differentiation in my life. And I, I like them both. It's okay. I like them both because without one won't be another and vice versa. So that's how I see it. Yes, I like that. And also like that you mentioned that everything is in constant evolution, like the growth happens nonstop. And, you know, I'm curious to hear that with all the multiple identity shifts that we go through, the different iterations, every year we grow and we change new identities, new job, new ways. How did your brand change with your new identity shifts throughout your life? Um, it's changed a very key point in my life when I understood who I am within. I found myself in the certain light that it confirmed and affirmed exactly the ways, how, when, with who to do it. And that's the, my key turning point. That was the moment. And all it came together, naturally. That wasn't a big brainer. It just happened. Wow, I love that. And you know, another thing in business is that many people, sometimes they have the short term goals, they want the quick fixes, the quick money, instead of building yeah. something very long term with the purpose and sustainably. And what has been sure. one of your biggest lessons in terms of building a sustainable business that you've learned? Consistency. Mm -hmm. Without consistency, I could not achieve what I have today. I did. I wouldn't have a chance to grow and I wouldn't have a chance to explore the possibility that is being given if I did same thing and change over the week time, over the month time, over the year time. Consistency is the key. If you do something, you do it right. Otherwise, don't do it. I like that. Yeah, I think a consistency is so important. It also builds trust to people, you know, when showing up. But 100%. A, lot of, a lot of people, they struggle with that. They know they should be consistent, whether it's posting, uh -huh. whether it's, you know, brand awareness, whether it's showing up for clients, commitments. Like what is yeah. things that help you to build a discipline to show up? The results. Once I reached the little, little goal that was that very huge for me at the time, how we can measure big or small or huge, we don't know that. It's a very, it, this is not such a written rule, right? Mm -hmm. But in my experience, 
once I achieved something that was so purposeful for me, was so something very, very important to me, I identified that key element to proceed this way on large. And it works. It works. Because all those elements, they are so important to, to move with it, you know? And consistency, I always pray very high on consistency because through the consistency, magic happens. Yes. Wow, that ties in actually to our whole topic in terms of like, there is no magic pill. However, the magic pill lies in your unique path of showing yeah. up and keep consistent going. And I know yeah. apart from being an amazing entrepreneur, you're also an amazing mom. And I think, you know, Thank like you. I'm not a mom yet, but I think it was <laughs> kind of an experience. So what was the thing that changed for you the most after becoming a mom? Like maybe a spiritual awakening, the way you go and think about life. What's been one of your profound awakenings? I finally found who I am. The given birth and becoming a mother was the, the final puzzle in my piece are uh, the strengths that I never thought I have capabilities and abilities to react and proceed it's outstanding I never thought I have xyz within me or I never had the ability to think in the certain way until that happened so I will be ever ever so grateful to my daughter that she was the one who gave me the chance to explore so motherhood, it came with all colors of the rainbow and it gives you the ability to explore yourself within on the deep level because the things that you go through emotionally, mentally, physically, etc. I'm not going to talk about medical side, but uh, from the practicalities, um, you become you become something that you never seen yourself before. Yeah. And um, this, um, it can include uh, very, very um, hard situations that you dealt with in the past. And in the change situation, when you become a mother, uh, your perceptions are changing. Your, your life is changing. Your sense of the responsibility is changing. And don't take me wrong, um, I didn't become the person like I don't know who I was before. Nothing like that. But in the light of the of incredible the strength and credibility of the certain areas, and it's confirmed because without that, I wouldn't know this or I wouldn't know that or I wouldn't do this or I wouldn't do that. It makes sense. So motherhood for me is the source of the strength. And the weaknesses, what I had, I find that through the hardest, the motherhood, because it gives you in such a, it's, it's been given to you. I didn't ask for it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but overall, it's, it's a big, big blessing for me, for sure. Wow, that's amazing. And you mentioned that through having your child that you mentioned like strengths that you were not aware of, like that you had or the way you thought maybe new ideas and things. Do you have an example for that? Like maybe one of the things that you discovered? I do I have examples through that. Um, I never had such a sympathy or empathy mm -hmm. towards the sensitive areas of life. And very direct example is the um, mommy's mentality. <laughs> I won't I won't go very hard on the the examples in terms of the uh, maybe other people's stories, etc. I just only can speak for myself. But the empathy 
for example, that before becoming a mother, um, I had a great life, great lifestyle. I was free in terms of the certain responsibilities and the ties. And when I become a mother and I met very, very same-minded women that I felt that I'm not alone and I gained a lot of within strength with the sympathizing with that, that I never experienced it before till this level. So once again, motherhood is very, very strong senses awakening um, which direction you will take. Wow, that's so beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing. And also if you're you. sharing your incredible business story as well. Um, the last thing to wrap up whole podcast is, do you have a specific life motto or a quote that you daily live by? Something that really inspires you? I born this way. And I definitely born this way. Um, the basics and the general uh, principles, I do believe that is exist in every single human being. What I have, you cannot take it away from me. And what I don't, I will have it. So once you born with something that never can be taken away from you, of course, you're going to elevate, you're going to grow, you're going to learn, you're going to fall, you're going to grow up, all those things. But I really do believe in the principle of I born this way and I born in very, very particular way, like we all are. Wow, thank you so much, Eva, for sharing this. It's, it's so powerful, especially when people apply that in their lives to stop trying to fit in, but being a misfit, you know, and to the society, but being a fit to oneself to be happy, healthy, wealthy in all the areas. So thank you so Correct. much. And for the viewers, like how can people thank best you very much. With you and also potentially work with you? Uh, the best way you can find me through the Instagram I am very active user of the LinkedIn, the, the professional profile under the Yeva Buko name. And I do believe that we can include the links uh, visually um, after this uh, podcast. And I'm more than happy to be approached by professionals, uh, by the same-minded, uh, female or male. There's no discrimination, but more of us is merrier. So I really believe uh, there is no such a wars or any um, big um, challenges being achieved by yourself. So I'm very, very great um, uh, believer of uh, the more of us, the better, because we all can contribute or exchange or generate the ideas that can be beneficial to individually as us and to the society. Amazing. Well, I'm going to tag all the links below. Also, for the thank viewers, you. thank you so much for tuning in and let me and Eva know what were your key takeaways? What were your realizations? What are maybe some questions? And also feel free to follow Eva on Instagram, on LinkedIn, connect with her. She's amazing. So again, thanks so much for your time. And I talk to you again next time. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Okay, beautiful souls, thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends, follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Ozinjun, O-C-C-I-N-J-U-N. And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.